mastermind. Today, we have Simon back. We've missed you so much, Simon. And we're so oh, here back with us. Thank we've you. We've missed your dynamic with us. Today, we're going to be talking about, again, dissatisfaction. It's a good thing. And how that helps us grow and, and move beyond the dissatisfaction. Simon and Julianne have, uh, each have a lovely, lovely story to share with you about some of the dispatch that's gone on in their life that has has been kind of the, the sand and the oyster, they call it, to cause them to shift, to cause them to do some different things in their life and move to a new, different, better place. And it all ties together with, you probably know uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And if you don't, we'll share a little bit with you today, too. We have a, a little bit of a, a screenshot that we'll put up for you so you can see what we're talking about. And also changing your vibration, why that's so important. So we're going to start with Simon today. And he has a little bit of a, a lovely story to share. We're going to take him back quite a few years with, and to share with you where some of this dissatisfaction started for him and what he did to cause that to shift to a better place. Over to you, Simon. Great. Thanks for the introduction, Laurie. So, yeah, back in, um, in uh, primary school, I was very happy most of the time and I had a lot of a lot of different friends and I was um, it was very uh, safe environment I would say because it was quite a small primary school it's just down the road from where I was living but then as happens with many people I would say when they go to the, the much bigger secondary school or high school things can take a turn not always for the better and it's quite intimidating I'd say going to a much bigger school being around many more kids um, hundreds hundreds more kids and there's, then there's all the pressure because um, things are starting to move towards like well important exams and then university potentially and jobs etc and I became quite dissatisfied in in that secondary school environment which was an all-boys school which was probably one of the reasons for that um, because when I was in primary school and it was a safe environment it didn't really matter so much that I was I was always a fairly quiet child. I wasn't. I definitely wasn't one of the loudest. I didn't want to be up on the stage in plays and that kind of thing. Um, but when we got to secondary school, there was much more emphasis on presentations, and you were pushed to do those kind of things. and And it was a very competitive environment as well. And I felt like you needed. You were kind of being pushed towards being. you or you were expected to be an extrovert. So you. We're expected to always be answering questions in class, um, doing presentations, um, put on the spot quite often by teachers, which for someone who's a bit more quiet, you'd again get labelled as shy, and then you kind of got into that mindset that that is who you are, a shy person. But as I've got older, I've realised that um, there's extroverts and then there's introverts, and then somewhere in the middle, there's ambiverts, which I think I might be erring towards. I think that's probably my, fits my personality, which is um, somebody that's not going to be on the stage all the time, not going to be the loudest person in the group, but also isn't going to be someone who um, holds back and never speaks. 
Um, I'm somewhere in the middle of those two. But then again, there's nothing wrong with being that person who's really quiet either, which I, I read up a lot on in this excellent book. I don't know if you can see this called Quiet. Ooh. The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking by Susan Cain. It's an excellent book. I 100% recommend this if you have any kind of doubts about your own personality because it really it teaches you to embrace who you are, whether you are extrovert or introvert, and realize you don't have to fit into the box that society expects, which I think especially now with um, social media and um, celebrity culture that we all have to be extroverts and always loud and the, the life of the party all the time. You don't. You can be a person that enjoys reading books and just keeping to yourself and maybe having a few friends, and that's absolutely fine. You don't have to have hundreds of friends because most people don't anyway. This idea that you've got hundreds of friends like on Facebook, in reality, that's just it's not true. Most people have a small group of friends, but because of the society we live in now, we feel this pressure to always be uh, popular and have loads of friends when in fact it can be good for an introvert to have a small group of tightly knit friends, a friend group that's tightly knit, very supportive of each other. So yeah, I, I think my the end to my dissatisfaction really came from embracing who I am and realizing I don't have to be this super extrovert, loud person and being going to loud parties all the time and that kind of thing, which I tried to fit into before, but I'm quite happy being with a small group of people or on my own. I enjoy my own company as well. And I think that comes from learning to love yourself as well. Yeah, so that's kind of my my dissatisfaction story and my my journey out of that. And I'll pass back to, to Laurie and then she's going to introduce to you Dan, I think. I have a question for you. While during that period of time, um, did you have being shy like that and being in the the all boys private school did you have any issues of bullying with being kind of that shy introvert sort of person yeah I think um, if you were more let's say sensitive character like myself you, there's definitely um, certain individuals who would kind of try and it was because they were suffering themselves I've, I've really realized this about bullies it's when the bully is suffering themselves they want to make themselves feel better by trying to put somebody else down. So I don't hold any grudges about that because I, that whole school environment for me was, was quite toxic. It was a very competitive masculine environment. So yeah, there was definitely bullying. I, I was bullied to a de certain degree. Other people got it much worse, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so there, and I, there was a certain mentality amongst some of the, the leadership at that time when I was there and, and certain teachers that oh, boys will be boys, and that's that strengthens you, and just man up, and that whole bullshit, to be honest. If someone's being mean to you, just man up and forget about it. Um, you'll get over it. When I've gotten over it, personally, um, but that's only through going inward and looking at um, um, traumas that I went through. But other people, they take years or even decades to get over these kind of things. So... That needs to be that's another issue that really needs to be looked at bullying in schools because it's it's getting worse and worse from what i've been reading as well absolutely and julianne works is working in this area in a really unique way helping some uh, children through so it, 
so there were several things that were actually kind of a dissatisfaction for you, it sounds like. It was kind of multi-layered. Mm. And, and that's where the Maslow's hierarchy of needs come in, that you had, you were in the level of, um, ah, thank you. Yay! <laughs> oh, we're getting so fancy. I love this. You're amazing. <laughs> um, so this is the Maslow's eight hierarchy of needs. A lot of people know it as five, though in the 60s to 70s, as Maslow continued his, his studies, he realized there were actually different hierarchy of needs. And that's where we look at this. Simon, you, what you were talking about was actually in the belongingness and love. And that, that is friendships, intimate relationships, trust and acceptance receiving and giving affection and love, affiliating, being part of a group, family, friends. So that's the psychological part. Um, there's actually three different groupings that you'll see. And these handouts will have available at the bottom of the replay when we have it complete for you. So, so that was the, the area that you were sort of stuck in. You, you were kind of, with the bullying going on, the shyness, with the, the belonging, but yet actually, um, actually still, you were okay with being more key to yourself, but you were, you were not quite fitting in either. And that caused the search, that, that caused the satisfaction of you searching of how do I, how do I become different to, to where I really want to go in life? And how do I things to, to shift myself there? Just your search, which caused your, look at you now. Well, can I, look at you, you're doing free stream, you know, we're, we're live on Facebook and live on YouTube and I forget where else you said. Is it Periscope? And Periscope as well, yeah. Here we are live streaming. And you were this really, really shy person. You thought, what do I need to do to shift to, to a different, better place? And this is where the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, people need to understand so many different um, things that are going on when we have dissatisfaction. It's from the psychological hierarchy of needs. It's from parents, as you said, as you were talking, you just kind of habit, 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 became this very shy um, and with the bullying, you became more introverted, and it was repetition. Just to interlude quickly, that the book really teaches you that um, being shy isn't the same as being introvert. You can be an introvert and very confident, but you're confident yes. in your own abilities and you're happy with who you are. It doesn't. Shyness is something separate, in fact, where True. you're True. too scared to talk up. And I think. Um, yeah, we need to get away from this idea that introverts is a negative thing because being Absolutely. shy isn't particularly a good thing because it can hold you back in many ways. But 
being an introvert shouldn't have shouldn't hold you back at all and it doesn't have to because there's many introverts actually working very high up in companies and other things even leadership roles because they have like other qualities and then there's the ambivert this is this is a topic the the introvert extrovert ambivert this is a topic we're going to go deeper dive into into, into another 30 minute mastermind we realize three of us through all this and input coming from different people this is a really important topic but we wanted to touch on it today to get that understanding started of this particular area how important it is to understand this better different and interesting all three of us are we we pretty well fall into this ambivert that we were introvert and whatever reason in our life we sought how do we become more extrovert to achieve the thing that we wanted to achieve and and so we're all three of us really fall into the um the ambivert from all of our talking and chatting together we these are things we learn about each other so so the brief introduction to to the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and this will be available for you down in the, um, the the chat underneath the replay for you. And we also have the uh, vibration, the higher expansion vibration, and this is what we were talking about just briefly. That shifting duration is one of the first things you need to start thinking about working on because um, you explained to me in, in sharing your story before, Simon, and we'll get into that as well with Julianne, that that was one of the first things that you, and for me, anytime that I'm needing to make a shift in something, you have to understand that it's where you're at in your vibration around that particular thing. So this is another handout that we'll have available for you in the uh, chat down below uh, on the replay. So if you're feeling um, in the lower end of the vibration, you're contracting. You can see the little guy at the bottom there. You're actually in a contraction mode. And the, the higher you're shifting your vibration, you can see that the people at the top, they're in just absolute expansion. Woo! Leon and Simon and I doing this all the time. Woo! <laughs> and it just lifts you. So do that at home where you're watching this. Just woo! And it just immediately changes wherever you're at. Yeah. Um, and I usually, when I'm doing a, a live in-person session, I have people just stand up for a minute. It just changes your ration. Mm. So, so Julianne, let's switch over to um, sharing your story because 30 minutes goes so fast trying to talk through all of these so important concepts. That's why we, we introduce them and we are going to be breaking some of these down into deeper dives into the future. And there's some of what Julianne is going to share with you today that will be on into the future as another topic. So can you share with us, John, what 
was dissension that was going on in your life in this particular uh, story that you're going to share? And what were some of the things that you did? And 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 how did you shift that? Well, um, dissatisfaction. I um, yeah, I had a moment in my life. It was years ago. It uh, was around uh, 2010 when I started feeling that something was shifting somehow. I, I had I didn't know what it was, but uh, there was something in the air. Something was uh, changing, and then in 2011, um, my my father got uh, diagnosed with uh, Alzheimer's disease. So that was in the early stages at that time, and um, and that caused me living. Well, I lived uh, on on Tenerife, on the Canary Islands, and my my family, my my parents lived in Germany at that time and only came out to, to see and visit me here on the island. So um, there was a moment where I was totally overwhelmed with uh, a situation that I didn't know how I was going to cope in, uh, in, the, in the future. So there was so much dissatisfaction going on for, um, for a long period of time. Um, and I just didn't have the understanding of what was going on with me, and uh, I know I knew that I wanted to help um, my my parents, my mom um, most most of all because she was gonna be the caregiver for my dad, um, and I made the decision to not go back uh, to Germany to support um, my mom at that time. I decided to uh, stay on the island because um, I created my, my whole life uh, on the island and I, I love it here. So uh, I said, okay, well, I, I have to find a way. And I was dissatisfied with the situation, but uh, in the end, dissatisfaction, I think, is such a creative state as well and it causes in you something that you want to mm, draw out you just don't know how so there's so much uh, not knowing so much ignorance going on underneath that needs some some light that needs some some knowledge to to get uh, the mind clear to uh, what you need to know uh, so i did uh, more and more research on um well, on, first of all, on on mind uh, mindsets and uh, how to help um, and self help um, books uh, and material, and I came I came across um, uh, several uh, books, and one of them being also the Secret, um, which was talking a lot about the the law of attraction in the first place. So the law of attraction. Um, well, many um, people know um, know it, but that is actually, I learned that much later, that the law of attraction is actually the secondary law. And the first law, the primary law, is the law of vibration. And that is much, much more important to, uh, to, to attract the right vibe and the right uh, circumstances that, um, that we want to attract. So um, that was uh, a moment of time in my life where it all started with me diving deeper into, into studying and ultimately became also um, my, my line of work. So, yes. 
<laughs> so there was, again, a lot of moving parts. There were a lot of different layers of things that were going for you. Um, and that was sort of the, the, the triggering moment of learning about your father's dementia and how do I deal with, you know, how do I help my mother and not move back to Germany? How to stay where I love and still support my mother and help, you know, help my dad how I can and, and do that from a distance. And that sort of knowing and understanding a lot of your, your, your journey, that sort of started unearthing some of these other things that were much deeper um, dissatisfaction that was starting to well up. Yes. And it was at the same time, you chose to leave your corporate job and start your own consulting and mentoring. Yes. And tutoring. You started well, your own business at I the had, same time. I had some, some great, great um, men mentorship uh, throughout the whole time, which was uh, you in that case, uh, you and your husband, James. Um, you've been there um, supporting all along um, and, and honestly I'm, I'm grateful until this very day. <laughs> oh, Julia, thank you. Yeah, it's been a journey. And it, it has uh, been a fabulous journey together, for sure. It has been amazing, oh, yeah. amazing, lovely, lovely. Uh, and, and look where we are now today, we're meeting. <laughs> Yeah. What we're doing today, never ever. When, in, when, huh? when you and I met, and we were talking about the journey where you were at with your mom and your dad, never you were still in corporate at that time, and that wasn't even on the table. That wasn't even something you were talking or thinking about. But that was very, very quickly started raising to the surface. I remember it started raising to the surface about leaving where you're currently working and making that shift and that was creating I mean there were so many different things so many different layers and levels of things that were happening kind of just all surfacing at once for you yes it was um, it was at that time the the situation uh, at home with uh, with the parents but then um, uh, I think this this uh, huge goal uh, or a project that um, started uh, evolving first of all in in my mind and then uh, it came more and more yeah to the surface I think that uh, also was the driving force uh, to uh, to really um, go for it and uh, and help and uh, and and although uh, there were many people maybe ridiculing it. Um, I stick to it, and uh, and I uh, I had um, great uh, people like uh, yourself and um, and our friends um, who supported that kind of mindset. And Simon, I think this is uh, amazing, and uh, it's uh, it's important to to look for uh, people who can actually uh, support you. With your uh, with your dreams and with your ambitions, um, and uh, and who are not trying to talk it out or ridicule or uh, or just yeah, yeah. because that's a that's a really important 
they're talking from their own uh, uh, paradigms and yes. uh, own, yes. own inner thinking, own uh, disbeliefs, so uh, which yes. does not need to be yours. No. And that's why it's so important when you do start creating these goals that this dissatisfaction is surfacing and, and start start looking at what is it that I really want to do different better in my life. And that's that consciously or subconsciously, you're actually setting new bigger goals for yourself. Some people don't think of it in those terms if they're making a shift out of dissatisfaction to different better they don't think of it as oh i sat down and i wrote wrote out this goal and this big story of my life some people just move through the process and they don't think of it in those terms as you're doing that you must seek out people who are in harmony with where your growth is because one of the things that happens is as we're shifting through the different um layers of hierarchy of needs basically as we're shifting others are not interested in that kind of growth for themselves and they are unconsciously subconsciously their own paradigm as you were start as you were saying Julian their own paradigm in your way it, it's butting up because because your paradigm is shifting mm -hmm. theirs is not so you have to understand if someone it feels like someone is batting up at you or someone is trying to sabotage you or someone is is just giving you a really hard time about you know you have this big goal you want to go to just seek out people who are in this bigger growth and 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 work with them and people who maybe have been there people who have been there because they need these hurdles to get through and you have to understand people that are bumping up against you, it's just their own paradigm. They're not purposely doing this. It will feel horrible. It will feel like, oh, why are they doing this? Why, why do you not want me to do Why, why are you behaving like this with me? Your paradigm is shifting. Theirs is not. And when that starts happening, it starts creating havoc in us, not just internally externally around you as you're shifting to a different place they're not and it is changing that paradigm that they don't know how to behave with you anymore and they want you back they know how to behave they know how to, how to do the dance with you that's been going on but when you start shifting you're doing your own dance and they they they're not wanting to go there they want you to come so so that it's so it's so multi multi layered. It isn't just a paradigm. It isn't just a fear barrier. It isn't just a of um, what by you're in. It, it isn't just a Maslow's. It's a, it, it it's it is so multifaceted. The things that are going on as you are hitting these dissatisfaction points in your life. And as, as soon as you start understanding why is this dissatisfaction, as soon as you can understand why is this other person behaving like this to me, as soon as you can understand these different multifacets going on, and you've got to go, you have got to go in. It's not about them, it's about you. 
and what you want and where you want to go. And you've got to move forward. That means changing who you have as mentors, changing who you're talking to about these things. You have got to do changing, not them. You're not in this to change someone else. You're in this to help some, help others to a better. And if you look at the very top, Julia, that was where you were bouncing. You, you, the very top two are the self-actualizations and the transcendence things. And you have been bouncing around those two wanting to help others for such a long time. Long, long time ago, I remember you were um, a, a teacher. You were um, Help me with the the yeah, so with, with aerobics the teacher. teacher. You were aerobics teacher. You were, um, yeah. And you were always helping people in different ways. And this was really coming out. This was really, really pouring out of you as we started through this journey. But what I wanted to say as well is, um, if you look at the hierarchy of needs, um, it's uh, it's okay. Uh, to, to to bounce. Yes, we all do. We all do. Events, life-changing events happen, like we are currently in this uh, yes. uh, situation, which is a global yes. situation. Um, uh, even people who, um, who normally, um, under normal uh, um, or what was the old normal, uh, circumstances uh, would uh, behave in a certain way and have already achieved a certain level, they also uh, happen to bounce back. But then uh, it's important uh, to keep the, the attitude right, um, to, stay, uh, to stay positive and, uh, and to know and to know with faith something that you normally uh, cannot really see. Uh, or touch, and that's why it's so hard to believe in in it. Uh, but um, but once you've done that already, um, and you've gone up that uh, that pyramid, uh, then you know uh, how it works. You've been there, done that. So uh, um, it's just it's just uh, um, uh, getting the plane uh, on a safe track again. Yes, and and. Talking about what you were just talking about, in a, a, a few weeks back, we were talking about dissatisfaction is a good thing in around specific relationships and the story that I shared of things that happened in my life. I was bouncing up and down this pyramid. I was bouncing from, you know, near the top of it to boom. I was back to my basic needs again and, and recreating those again. But once you do this, once you gain the confidence, self-confidence that I can do this, I can do this myself. I don't need anybody else to inform me. I'm the one who can make this happen. And finding those right formulas for you and different for everybody because we all come from a completely different paradigm. As much as we have in common, Simon from 
from May. I'm from America, Julian from Germany. As much as we have different cultures we've come from, we have, how do you say that, Julian? We're, we're more alike than different? Yeah, how do you we're work much that? more alike than we are different. Absolutely. And, and at the same time, there are so many things that are so different about us because of who we have become from very young lives and all of our experiences. We, we, I've lived in the UK, I've lived in America, I've lived in Colorado and California, Michigan. Um, I've lived here in Canary Islands in Spain. Simon has shared different places he's lived and worked. I've worked with people from around the world, which again, that expands your thinking of different cultures and who, and and people are people everywhere. They're, they're uh, three different countries right here. <laughs> and, and, you know, so. You're shaped by the, um, by the people that you meet in your life, don't you? People come and go in your absolutely. life. You're really shaped by them and your personality or character can adapt and change. Absolutely. Depending on who you come into contact with. Um, part of, of everyone that you come in contact with and that's who you become and a lot of people some people are going to be just there for a, a short lesson and other people might be there for a very long friendship or relationship but um ultimately everybody that you come into contact has a, in a you could say a purpose in your life um, a reason a season a lifetime season. reason a season a lifetime mm -hmm. Goes. Yeah, short term, long term. <laughs> yeah, short term, medium term, long term. Yeah, but whatever, yeah. everything going on in your life is for learning and growing and becoming a different, better me today than I was yesterday. And and for me to be a different, better version of myself tomorrow when I wake up and I start tomorrow, it's to, to be a better person in this world for those that. I, I have in my life, in my sphere. Yes, and what I wanted to say as well uh, is uh, that dissatisfaction is actually something we shouldn't um, uh, set um, the same to happiness or, or unhappiness. Exactly, yes. Grateful, absolutely grateful for whatever is going on, even if it's really horrible. Because you're learning and growing from it. I can yeah. be very, uh, very, un, uh, uh, very happy with something, but at the same time, I feel underneath the drive to yep. uh, to be uh, better. But that's normal because we are creative yep. beings, and we want uh, to be more, not for materialistic uh, uh, things, but uh, but it's just our nature. And uh, we have to uh, tr um, learn how to trust a little bit more in, in the natural process. And I think this is what we're going to be talking about uh, more. Rolling forward more. Absolutely. We're, yeah. we're just about out of time here. 30 minutes yeah. just goes whoosh. So we're going to have both handouts available for you in uh, underneath the, the replay for today. Um, I'll put the link to the book as well because someone, uh, yeah, someone Carlos, is in Carlos. Hi, Carlos. How are you in Fort Huron? 
Port Hero, Michigan's on live with us. Woohoo! <laughs> and, and Tasha, um, oh, Julianne, one of our dear friends, is, is going to come on on live, uh, YouTube today. Hi, Tasha. Hey, Tasha. <laughs> Hi. So, so in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be um, sharing and deep diving a bit more into what Simon was talking about, the introvert, extrovert, ambivert. And we're going to go a little bit deeper into that and how all of this connects with that. Um, we just touched the surface of so much of this. Um, how it, how all these layers and how it, how it all fits together. And Julie mentioned a little bit in um, in your story that you shared. Um, the, uh, thank you, Carlos. Thank we you. love you. <laughs> Miss you. Um, so, Julian, you're going to be talking a little bit more in depth about some of the things you're teaching. Do you want to just say one brief bit about that? About the yes, language I, tutor and yes, uh, was touching it, uh, or was um, he was uh, starting to talk about uh, about it in the beginning and uh, the the bullying at school or how to fit in, how to be more um, yeah um, a good uh, player actually than an enemy. So um, that's that's what I'm uh, focusing on helping uh, children and parents at the same time uh, understand themselves a little bit better. And from that understanding, then um, the ripple effects, um, understanding um, maybe certain um, negative uh, things going on uh, on the outside, but uh, strengthening and empowering yourself enough to not let it affect you so much. And the most fascinating part of all of this is Julian is a language tutor. She uh, teaches German, English, and uh, Spanish. And she does this through teaching language. She's teaching them language and teaching them how to get past this dissatisfaction going on in their life and building confidence. So it's just amazing where she's taken all of this and how she's helping all these young people um, has some tough times in their life. Super necessary in today's world as well because it's getting it's getting worse. So it's it's amazing that there's people like you, Julianne, trying to help with the situation. Yeah, yeah. you can either be uh, bitter or better. You know? There you go. I love that. You can either be bitter or you can be better. I choose better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're, we're at our 30 minutes, guys. Yeah. It's uh, seventh week. Is that right, Simon? Yes. And big, a big shout out and a big thank you to everybody that's that's been tuning in every week. It's really awesome. We we appreciate yeah. all the comments and yeah. the shares and all of that kind of thing. That's It's really great to have such a cool audience. Yeah, we love sharing. We, all three of us just love sharing and helping others through our stories and through our, our learning and growing. 
So don't uh, hesitate to uh, just chat with us. We're happy to, to help yeah. and uh, yes. share more with you. <laughs> We're all in the 30-Minute Mastermind Facebook group all the time. So if you want to leave us any comments or messages in there, we're all three in and out of there quite often. So leave us a say hi, um, give us a thumbs up. Just just let us know you've been there. And we will see you next week, Friday, on 30-Minute Mastermind. Yes. Have a fabulous week. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye. Bye.